Quit laughing at me. God, this is live. All right, everybody. We It is 8 p.m. on the Pacific time. That's California time. Welcome, everybody. This is the Plex. You're listening to the podcast version of this show. If you've been listening live, we've been going for an hour and you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm producer Dave. You can find me on the contact us uh, page on our website. That's echoplexmedia.com. I think I'm going to like bounce around instead of going around in a circle asking people to introduce themselves. I think I'm going to go with the blue mic, sir. Blue mic. That's me. Uh, this is Jerry Monster, a hundred foot tall and invisible. And uh, you can find me on the Twitter and also Instagram, but Facebook, but who fucking uses that anymore? I'm kidding. We'll go with the uh, yellow mic. You're listening to the Breadboard Baker. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Breadboard Baker. On Instagram and Facebook is the Breadboard Bakery. Um, and th- um, thanks again for uh, having me on the show, Producer Dave. You must not thank us for having you on the show. One of these days, you're going to have to hand out your resume and wonder if they'll find you here. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. On, on the orange mic, ma'am. I am Teacher Allison, and you can find me at Kiss of Twists. Good luck finding me um, <laughs> on Twitter um, or optimisticsatire.blogspot.com. That is my occasional blog of what if questions that should be asked. And I'm soon to be part of another show under Echoplex Media, Encyclopedia Woo! Podcastica. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. As a science teacher and who used to be a history teacher, this is just all of my things. And I'm just, I'm so excited to be able to join that. Yeah, and uh, That's awesome. what's up, what's up, what's up to Matt? Yeah, it was up to Matt for showing me the humanist community of Silicon Valley and all of the wonderful things that meetup.com has to offer that I forgot about. And yeah, super excited to work with him. This is going to be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. you'll hear my voice on there some of the time, but I'll just be like saying, hey, can you break that down for us? Yeah, that's Encyclopedia Podcastica. If you uh, don't know what that is, check the website on the homepage. You go all the way to the bottom because it's been in a bit of hiatus. But the last episode was really good. It was about the Dunning-Kruger effect, and uh, I was on it, and I drank like seven beers. So it's uh, if you're used to this show, <laughs> you'll like that one, too. And uh, over here on the red mic, uh, wrangling the chat room. Who are you, ma'am? Uh, I am the Media Wench. You can find me on the contact page on our website, ecoplexmedia.com. Please donate to our Patreon if you feel like we are providing with some sort of value at the $5 level. We'll give you the entire show recorded and pulled from our IceCast stream on every show that we record for uh, $5. And uh, that's uh, patreon.com slash ecoplex. Join in Discord, discord.me slash ecoplex. Producer Dave, I'm going to give you what you want, which is a quiz. And uh, give the people what they want. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. I don't hate the cops. Oh, when the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch. If you don't stop throwing your rocks, snap, crackle, pop. It's the sound of a taser. Your body drops. Don't hate the cops. But don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops 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 Follow the law, don't hate the cops
We have one local story. Usually I have more, but the councilman and the good wife uh, did take the week off. Uh, much love to them. I did see them on the ceiling. I saw a good wife, JD, which is a Juris Doctorate. So we have a story. It's local. It is local, and it's about something we like, drugs. So I think I'm going to let the news take over. State officials say Kim T. Lee handled over 700,000 prescriptions at three different Walgreens locations in the Bay Area, including in San Jose and two others in Fremont and Milpitas. Now, Lee did this from 2006 to 2017, and during that time, she gave vaccinations, ordered medications, you name it, anything a pharmacist would do. She even supervised pharmacy technicians. Now, state inspectors say they became on to Lee about two years ago while visiting the Fremont Walgreens location on Maori Avenue. Investigators say the pharmacist was using license numbers that was belonged to other people with the exact same name. So the same last name and everything. Now state officials say it's still unclear if Walgreens ever reviewed her credentials or really looked into it, but that's why they are now deciding if Walgreens should also be responsible for this. These three locations their license is now under threat, so they could lose their license. Um, as for what will happen to Lee and what comes next for all these customers, that's what the question is here on out. I spoke to a few customers here, a lot of them just saying they love this Walgreens, so it doesn't really phase them. I was kind of surprised. One man said it's another issue, though, if she hurts someone, so that's something we're going to have to follow in the next coming days. I'm live in San Jose, Sarah Stinson, Cron, 4 News. Yeah, at least his name wasn't Wong, because then he would have been giving out the Wong prescriptions. Groaner <laughs> 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 foul. <laughs> That's like a, a home run for him, though. You got to yeah. be fair. <laughs> I, I live for those moments. But uh, yeah, they've been they've been sitting on this case thing for for two fucking years. That's eighteen months too long, well, in my opinion. I have such a strong opinion of misprescribed <laughs> drugs that someone who would get allowed get away with over hundreds of thousands of prescriptions without the authority to do so i'm going yeah walgreens should be in trouble but she should be in trouble if anyone died or got sick because of anything she prescribed she should be held personally liable because she lied yeah i don't know like that sounds like little man pays to me shout out to frank luisi and howlin dog uh <laughs> oh, but Walgreens should still go down for allowing it to 11 years, like two or three, well, maybe, but 11, like, 11 months is like too much. So I do want to say that like uh, a pharmacist only fills out a prescription that a doctor is given, but a pharmacist does like they were saying was injecting the autism causing vaccines. And I feel like only a doctor should inject the autism causing vaccines. 
Well, yeah, these days with the, with the 5G program being unrolled in cities around the, the country, the vaccines are, you know, p- part of a multi-pronged approach with the, the, the chemtrails and the Margellans and the, oh, God. As it's seen in I, Super Bowl today. I, I can't even do this with a straight face. <laughs> can, I'm sorry. Can they move to that area outside of, was it Portland that's currently having a measles outbreak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could take those guys out? I, I say they. I say they send this lady there because I, I. I heard she gives vaccines and she. Here, can help. we have some blankets to give you. <laughs> she, oh, you know, no. this, this lady doesn't too have too a, soon. No. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yes. All right. We've we've officially fuck the only local story on the docket. So. <laughs> Newt Gingrich is very rarely on the docket and Ann Coulter is very rarely on the docket. But here's Newt Gingrich throwing Ann Coulter under a bus. Uh, she looked the same after it ran over her. <laughs> he's worried very much about oh the ex- extreme conservatives. The Ann Coulters of the world, if he's afraid of losing what he considers his base, should he be less concerned? Well, he, should, he should not pay any attention to Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter has never run for office. She doesn't know anything about how you put a majority together. Right. Uh, she's off here in some fantasy land where she gets to be she gets to be noisy, uh, which helps her sell books. The fact is, the president's base is with the president, and the president's base. If he goes to him and says, "I got this done for the wall, I got this done to protect America, I'm doing these good things you believe in." Um, the base is going to say, fine, 80% of the country believes that you ought to find legal ways for people who came here as children to become legal in a way it's that not necessarily a path to citizenship, yeah. but certainly a path to, to a job. Sometimes you got to say to your base, hey, if you're really my base, you got to stick with me. Oh, they're going to because they're sycophants and fucking Trump is L. Ron Hubbard, but he's the president. The only now, reason why everybody is throwing Ann Coulter under the bus this last week. Because it knows she knows they know it won't hurt. She's not human. Right. First of all. Second of all, it's because she went on fucking Bill Maher mm-hmm. and fucking and threw the fucking president under the bus himself. Which it also didn't make him look any different, except for maybe a little more. I mean, Ivanka, Ivanka will never touch him again. Right. Um, <laughs> She's like, I don't mean to be ableist, but dad, after that bus accident, I'm just not going to suck your yeah. little tiny dick anymore. I can't. Oh I'm God. allergic to mushrooms. Um, the <laughs> oh! <laughs> There's a fungus among them. Uh, so, you know, she basically... She basically said she she's like still like oh the fucking Russian thing isn't a thing, but she's like if you want to get Trump then he lied about the wall, which he continues to lie about the wall. Like there isn't any wall being built, no matter how much he wants to claim that there is part of the wall is under construction right now. Uh, it's that's, like, th- but he can't. I think when he makes that claim, he's not lying because there's always fencing and shit being built in the area. Right. Like some some dude like he's probably taking credit for some rancher guy putting up a fence because there's like dingoes eating his fuck oh wait a minute, wrong country. Wrong continent. <laughs> Coyotes. Coyotes. Coyotes eating eating his eating and his And not uh, those kind with the women with the back of the trucks with the duct tape yeah. over their mouths. No, the ones that look like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> right, with the with the malfunctioning uh rockets and stuff. Well, can we just say that New Gingrich is basically making him the American King jo- Kim Jong Un because it's it's a cult of personality. It's like you're with Trump because he's Trump. Like forget every other thing you know. Well, that's the thing is like Newt Gingrich is right, but like well, not even for the wrong reason. Newt Gingrich, by the way, should get the guillotine when the revolution comes. I don't I don't mean to just so we're just so we're clear, but Newt Gingrich knows what's <laughs> up. He understands that 
Trump is a cult of personality. He'd never say that on TV, but he said he should. Trump should just tell his base to do whatever he says, and that's like a reasonable thing uh, for to tell a cult leader to like. Never mind the morality or yeah. the the ethics of being a cult leader. Just to tell a cult leader to tell your followers to follow you no matter what you do is pretty good advice for a cult leader. Right. They still they feel that should be an impeachable offense, though. <laughs> they call it cult forty five for a reason. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, that. Oh, oh man, our first. That's a fucking. That's a. That's a. I could do things with that. Yeah. Cult 45? Yeah. yeah. I wish. Can we claim to have invented it? Fuck yeah. it. Sure. Uh, Meme it, chat room. Meme it, Discord. Let's make see fucking it. 2020 yeah. bumper stickers oh out of it. All God. they got to do is be red, white, and blue and just say Cult 45 on oh. it. Hey, could we get some uh, classic Billy D. Williams? Patrons. <laughs> Patrons. <laughs> We have a we have a job for you, and we also have a new patron level. It's Cult Forty Five. <laughs> <laughs> Join at the Cult Forty Five level. I don't know. You can like delete things from the docket. If you, you can don't like fucking them. like make us stickers and send them to us, and we'll stick them on things. So is it forty five dollars a month? Yes, at Cult Forty Five. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you could be red in the chat room. <laughs> Not that orange red like the shells. Bright red. So, because the last segment we played from Fox and Friends elicited such a positive and uh, <laughs> and, 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 and we had a positive and reaction, and, and I feel and like America has come together as a result of the last Fox and Friends thing. <laughs> and Friends and Friends and Friends. And <laughs> In preparation for the Super Bowl, Fox has had a Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk, on, and he's going to... <laughs> Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends. That's right. <laughs> Friends so, and folks. So I do have to spend a little <laughs> bit of time doing the podcast host thing and setting this up a little bit. There's he's, it's a foundation or pod partnership for a drug free America, which sounds like a really nice thing, except that it's Scientology. Oh shit! I'm not surprised. So here we go, and it's on Fox and Friends. So Fox and Friends are probably like either a ignorant to it, b members of Scientology, or c all about religious freedom. Who's gonna win the game? I'm I'm going for the Rams. I I I would like right. to see you the Rams. To. I, I, yeah, I, you have I, no choice. Not. Uh, let's talk about your partnership. You're partnering with the Foundation for a Drug-Free World. Yes, That's a pretty broad thing. What's your goal? Well, just just educating people. I just think about all the information that there is in the world when you want to learn about something. Why not if if you're young, learn what's going to happen. If if, if you're an adult and you want to indulge. Understand what it is that you are doing when you're indulging, in especially something. the age of legalized. Yes, pot. let's let's oh. educate. Where do you our, stand on that? Um, I, it's to each their own. Uh, I say no, but to each their own. But educate yourself if you if you choose to indulge. So that's like really funny that he said that people should be educated, and he's uh, promoting a Scientology front group. Because if you're a child and you grow up in Scientology, you're not allowed to go to school, mm-hmm. whether your parents want you to or not. So you know what you learn about? You learn about Scientology. And like that's fine, except it would be fine if you like the Scientology was like science, like they claim that it is. Or like if partnership for a drug-free world wasn't just some fucking space alien nonsense. Where they don't want to like treat your <laughs> mental disabilities or conditions with proper treatment they want to like give you like b12 and fucking hot stone massage to be fair fox news is a good venue for all this and friends especially fox and friends and friends and friends and friends the fact that they took over or that they are drug-free america i'm like oh that's you taking even free world drug-free world oh it's still you know they took some more taxpayer dollars from the between taxes they're not paying and the oh look we're going to tell people to be drug free which we know is covered under some funding so thank you 
they have also given us fake uh, thirteen, um, fake twelve step programs like Al-Anon and Narcanon. Those are both Scientology. Al- Al-Anon is not okay. Uh, like we're gonna get a little in the weeds. Wait here, a second. We, go ahead. We've done this before, and our shows have been better for it. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my own version of Teacher Allison and explain this. Al-Anon is not Alcoholics Anonymous, which is also a cult, but that's a whole. It's Catholic based. Your show. <laughs> talking about recovery programs but al-anon is if you're uh, habitually the spouse of a drug addict or an alcoholic narcanon is scientology al-anon may or may not have cult-like uh uh attributes to it right there may be a way in which which the the people that are partners of drug addicts and alcoholics form cult-like behaviors inside of their in-group but that's not the same thing as narcanon which is just straight up a front for scientology where they give you like an unhealthy amount of b vitamins i don't know maybe they take you off your heart medication and uh and and then you die but hmm. so so many things wrong with that oh i just i just like merged like a million different stories i know so they're going ah either way but but al-anon is a support group for people who are the spouses or partners maybe more than once of an alcoholic or a drug addict and you're like well what's going on with me uh, but it still follows that weird 12, 12 step model that doesn't work because right. the first thing is to give up uh, give up hope i'm sorry give up control uh, same thing <laughs> like if you don't have control you don't have hope but narcanon is scientology and okay that's it's like the it's very different and i'm sorry that uh people are involved in scientology and i'm sorry lady or man that you keep dating alcoholics like stop dating producer Dave. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we know you found him on Grinder, but come on, we only tell you to do that in jest. <laughs> if if only I could date somebody that found us through the contact page for our website, how much more wholesome would that be? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one one Aww. mean get together story. That's for sure. <laughs> Might beat ours. Oh, meet cute, meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if this next thing I'm going to play is a palate cleanser or not a palate cleanser. I have to do have two palate cleansers later, but this is um. The guy from Starbucks, like, I don't want to get into him running for president, but I do like this 20-second clip of his, uh, the talk that he was trying to give it a Barnes & Noble. I am seriously considering running for president as a centrist independent. And I wanted to clarify the word independent, which I view uh, merely as a designation on the ballot. And don't what, help elect Trump, yes. you egotistical billionaire a- Yes. yes. I love that guy. Yes. yes. <laughs> he just said what everybody else was thinking. That's all. He just said what everybody else was thinking. Don't run for president, you egotistical billionaire, billionaire asshole. Oh. Well, we could say that on this show, no, producer Dave. Asshole. I mean, I was trying to have a little fun because I'm a, not a billionaire, but I had in fact that he could, it's like if I ran for president, except this guy's a billionaire. It's the functional safe thing. It's stupid. It, yeah, I, I cheered when I watched that video the first yeah. time. I was like, that guy needs a medal of something. Like that guy should run for president. Seriously. So not only is he right, but then the the big story behind that was he wanted to run as an independent, and that's why he said, "Don't elect Trump. You're going to split the anti-Trump vote, and he's going to win. Don't you dare! If you're going to run, run as a fucking Democrat." Oh, uh, but that's the thing is he's a billionaire asshole. He wants to skip the primary. Yeah, and then then lose and give Trump the election, which was that guy's point. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, he's a billionaire asshole, and he don't run, his, don't well, run. 
No, I think he's been fucking so thoroughly discredited and made fun of now that if he's he, even if he runs, it's not going to matter now because the the rest of that there was like another person and another thing where he was like, go get ratioed on Twitter because he keeps like ow uh, on Twitter if people people who don't go on Twitter a lot yeah. like uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to do the teacher Allison right now. Yay. So say that you have a post right and you get twenty retweets. That's pretty good. But what if you have a thousand comments and twenty retweets? That seems uh, that seems suspect. That well, seems that's imbalanced. That seems that's because eight hundred of those comments are talking shit to you. So right, when you get ratioed, it means that you have like way more comments than retweets or likes. Okay. So they're like, yeah, that's yeah. you got ratioed on something. That's a pretty good formula. If you're asking a question, be like, like, oh, that. what do you think about this? They don't say that. But if you're making a declarative statement, if if you're getting more comments than retweets and likes, that means all those people are seeing it, but they're not even seeing fit to hit the little heart button. They're like, oh, go fuck yourself. Right. So that's what being ratioed means. And this guy gets ratioed on Twitter every time he posts because people are just not having it. Good. Which is good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck this guy from Starbucks who probably isn't running for president. Please don't run for president. Yeah, listen to the guy in the background. Start small. Like actually, city council. <laughs> I'm going to boycott Starbucks. That was the idea for the thing. Because I'm like, I actually go there occasionally in the morning. And actually, I, actually. 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 I do occasionally force myself in that direction. Um, just because it's easier. But now I'm going, nope. I make my own coffee in the morning. I take it with me to work. I'm like, I, I will support you. And not like it hurts him, but it does prove a point. It's the gorilla mindset Mike Karnovich could tell you all about. It. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not buying a cup of Starbucks coffee and then trying to set it on fire. <laughs> the baristas have been Same briefed on how to oh. answer <laughs> questions by customers on Howard Schultz's run for president. I think that's the most Orwellian aspect of this whole thing. So check this out. He doesn't even work at Starbucks anymore. Yep. So the, 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 the people that work there, if that were a company run by rational people, the response should be, oh, he's not even the CEO of this company anymore. And like, this is like a really weird thing for you to ask me at work. I feel like that's mm -hmm. the response. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm curious if they have issued a response. Cause I feel like at that point, once people start boycotting Starbucks, Starbucks has to come out and go, he's not our guy anymore. Well, th that's what's not going to happen. Like, this guy is so boring that nobody's even going to boycott anything over him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. Like, you may, may not be going to Starbucks and making your own coffee in the morning. And if you were getting, like, drip coffee, you're doing yourself a favor anyway because their drip coffee is trash. It is. Mm -hmm. Their mocha is not bad because it's, like, hella sugar. Exactly. <laughs> that their drip coffee is trash. Uh, but there's just no... This guy is just... This guy's Okay, if he runs for president at this point after what happened to him after he announced, it would be one of the most epic self-owns in <laughs> almost in politics history. <laughs> uh, Fuck this guy. Right. And, you know who should run for president if they have anything to do with, like, with coffee? Mahesh. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Mahesh needs to run for Mahesh president. Mahesh 2020. <laughs> he could win, but he's, you know. But doesn't matter. See, we've already yeah. had the first black president. We could have the first Indian president. Oh, I think that you, the, the bias there runs deep. They'd think he was like ISIS and he would be busy spending his time explaining that ISIS doesn't even exist in India. Right. And he has, but he has military experience and he took a bullet for his country. Oh, I think that you misunderstand he has a pimp, racism. Yeah, but his, but, yeah. his, but his injury gives him a pimp walk. He does have a bit of a pimp walk. <laughs> Which furthers the stereotype of the non-white male. 
<laughs> so check this out. Check this out. We have to move on, and we're gonna have to get to this. And it's mostly because me. I fucking can't stand Dave Rubin. I don't know. Uh, Breadboard Baker, you're probably aware of Dave Rubin. Oh my god. Okay, so he's <laughs> he's gonna ask this. There's uh, there's what the Canadians show us as their version of a far right politician. So this guy's like sort of like Ann Coulter territory, right? He's not like okay. Richard Spencer territory, but. Dave Rubin is stupid. And so when he heard Canadian far-right politician, he probably assumed he was talking to, like, you know, Kellyanne Conway or something. Or so Trudeau. he's he's going to ask a question, and then if you watch the video, the guy's not really going to answer because the way he's asking the question is the way that a politician would never answer a question. But it's okay because Dave Rubin is going to try to give him an excuse to answer the question in a very, um, I'm going to call it, extreme right way uh this is dave rubin thinking too much and i just don't think that's a good thing for his brand in any case any way shape or form yeah do you guys have a strain you know we're seeing in europe now where there's nationalist parties that there does seem to be a strain of sort of ethno-nationalism or something that has a different racial connotation to it do you guys have a strain of that in canada because it seems to me that i think what's happening and we're starting to see it here is that if the if the good liberals and, and the good libertarians and the people who just want to live and let live, if they don't start making some advances against this radical leftism that's moving, there's going to be a lot of people that break in a bad way. Yeah. And in a weird way, I wouldn't be able to blame them. Yeah. And I say that as someone that has no racism in my own, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they would be left with no alternative as they watch their country yeah. uh, crumble. Do you have any of that in Canada? No, we don't. And it's a good news. <laughs> this is one point where he said a thing and teacher allison and i both did this whoop, at the same time <laughs> at the exact same time we gave the sideways fucking german shepherd puppy head it was amazing it was wonderful <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is supposed to be this he's supposed to be like this okay so he left the young turks uh mostly because of coke brothers money but he left the young turks because he got mad at the left but if I'm not mistaken, and he says he doesn't like the far right either, except if I'm not mistaken, what he just said is he doesn't blame people if they go like far right reactionary racist because the left is bad or something. It's like an excusing, it's like excusing somebody from engaging in bad behavior because you perceive that some other person is engaged in bad behavior, right? Yeah. Um, question, did that guy who left take the Koch brothers money? Because I would assume the young Turks yes. don't. Yeah, the young Kirk, Turks don't. Yeah. Uh, he also has Patreon, which he canceled in a big fanfare. Dave Rubin is a bit of a drama queen. You don't say. So, so You don't say. I'm so shocked. I'm sorry that I had to subject you to that, but this is who Dave Rubin is. So uh, as a bit of the best, most amazing palate cleanser, here's a... If you guys don't know what Super Chat is on YouTube, it's where you donate money and then they read your question. It's like an ask me anything and you're donating to the, their cause. Somebody did a $100 Super Chat and uh, asked Dave Rubin a question. And if you, if you hear, he's going to uh, mumble uh, a part of the question because he doesn't like it. Uh, hey, Dave, this is a very brave move on your part. Kudos. Have you heard about the SJW nonsense? On the, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't even care about those guys. Does It really just, just honestly doesn't matter. Now, there's a world in which I wish he was talking about the Plex, but he was talking about the majority report. Oh. 
And he was refusing even to say the name that the guy had spent $100 to have flashed on the screen for Dave to read. He should get his money back. YouTube gave him his money back. Dave didn't give him his money back. That's because Dave Rubin is a bitch. He a bitch. So that was like the wrong... He said, I don't even care about those guys. Except if you didn't care about those guys, you wouldn't have made an effort to like during their name. Streisand effect. Oh, he thought he was trying to avoid the Streisand effect. Well, funny enough, it it didn't work. So here's some clips of after that happened of the Young Turks who he used to work for. And then uh, he wanted his own show. He wanted it to be 30 minutes, he wanted it to be once a week, and he wanted several hundred thousand dollars a year to do it. Young Turks, are these those two brothers? Uh, no, it's a, it's another YouTube channel. Okay. They're uh, very well produced. Not as far left as uh, I would like them to be, but like whatever. They're going to dunk on Dave Rubin, and that has become a spectator sport. I hope someone is listening to us do it right now. The idea of, of someone unable to afford insulin, even though they're a full-time federal worker, is so devastating. And so, look, you egg me on, you egg me on. So I'm gonna have to read one of the tweets that mm-hmm. um, pretty much enraged me earlier this week because I don't know what you're about. you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, Dave Rubin, like it's very, it's, it's very easy to um, sit in your, you know, studio at your home, right? That's been um, in part funded by uh, Koch brothers and other millionaires and billionaires who have given you money to sell out and be the pathetic person that you are now. Um, but he, he tweeted about these federal workers as if they're the ones that we should be blaming. Politicians on both sides have been saying they'll get back pay this time. Either way, most people aren't affected and that's just a fact. And those who are affected maybe should think about getting other jobs that are less dependent on the whims of politicians. Mm-hmm. Dude, word. Dude, okay. First of all, working for the government was supposed to be like a solid right? gig. That was like as a sure of a thing as working for the military or working in like any sort of like public service or like a police officer, a fireman, uh, working in a hospital, being a nurse. Those are kind of... as in that same echelon of work was supposed to be federal or state or county gigs and they have just sucked all of the air right sorry i don't mean they donald trump has just sucked all of the air uh out of that because in order for him to even say one sentence all of the air and oxygen and hotness of uh hell must be uh breathed into his lungs before he can utter words but um, in one fell swoop, he has uh, completely ruined uh, the 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 idea fuck. of security. The, thank you. The idea of the security of, of having a federal job. So Dave Rubin can go fuck himself, right? Uh, yeah, right. Like yes, yeah. twelve shows ago, Dave Rubin can go fuck himself. Now it's just like you said, a spectator sport. So Tyt is going to dunk on him again. Here's another clip. It's quite good. Maybe in a perfect world for Dave Rubin, everybody would just get funded by the Koch brothers to spew nonsense libertarian propaganda. But these are real Americans who work very hard and did nothing wrong, right? And so to tell them, like, yeah, just go find another job. Like, it's just, it's so insulting. I I don't know. I just, I, days like this make me feel such deep despair. Again, not just because of the dysfunction we're seeing in government, but because of some of the reaction you get from some American people. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, I would say, I mean, if anyone knows Mallory Lorge, they should ask her why she didn't get a billionaire patron who would give them a career in exchange for pretending that they either know about or indeed are even interested in politics. Oh, shit. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most shade you could ever throw. This is why they make the big bucks. But the reason I played the clip of him talking about like just being like, oh, well, I don't know. why, Why wouldn't you become white nationalist? It's like, this is why like people are dunking on him. It's not... I mean, it's a spectator sport, but he's also spreading, as Sam Harris would say, there's a lot to unpack in your really bad ideas. He would say it much faster, though. No, that's Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro would be like, that's a really bad idea. You'd bait me now. (laughs) (laughs) You'd bait me now. As he walks a million miles an hour to his next class. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is bad. So here's the last clip of TYT. Oh, no, here's the second to the last clip. Hold on, here you go. We have four of them. So before we get to the stories, I want to read a few uh, members' comments, and we do have some Super Chat comments as well, um, some of which are a little critical, a little critical. Is someone on on Super Chat challenging you to debate Majority Report? Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so good. Anyway, I love Majority Report. I'd love to... I love having conversations with them. So I was just on Michael Brooks' show. You guys should check that out. Yes. Yep. yep. Do check, that. Check out all of the Majority Report. I turned you on to the Majority Report a couple you weeks ago. You did. The interviews are the shit, right? They are amazing. It's it. They're always good. It's always insightful. I learn something from them every time, which is why I listen to podcasts. So shout out to the Majority Report. So here's one last clip. This was a. Uh, the audio quality on this one isn't the best I can tell because there's like only one color and that's um, the color for mid-range. So it sounds a little bit like a phone call, mm-hmm. but it's quite good. If you support Bolsonaro and can't pronounce Bolsonaro, don't talk about politics, okay? I think that's pretty yeah. safe. He had no idea how to say the man's name, but supported his fascist agenda for Brazil. Anyway. And, and if you're interested in um, talking about ideas or maybe even... I don't know, uh, experimenting or exploring with new ideas. Don't be so afraid to debate Sam Cedar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, like, I, I know we've been talking a little bit more about the majority report on this show, but I want, I literally, everybody who's like listening to this, just check out their show. Like, they're they, live every day. They do this every day and they do it better than we do. What time? Uh, noon. Eastern, so that's 9 a.m. our time, so it's not really my time. <laughs> and if you're like me, so my podcast streaming world, I have the majority report set on auto download. So the most recent three episodes I can listen to without Wi Fi because whenever I have Wi Fi, just downloads them. So sometimes I'm a day behind, but it doesn't that's matter. So- I can still listen to them whenever I want to. But the best part of the show is the other half of the show. Like, uh, I mean, I guess this is good that it's going on on the podcast, and I'm saying this. That's their model mm-hmm. where there's they do the interview instead of doing an interview like nobody nobody that like has any sort of published books and shit or fucking published work wants to talk to our crazy ass so we like do the Karen Dela Carrier does I will when I'm done <laughs> <laughs> anyway shout out to the majority report Dave Rubin you a bitch um, I'm gonna list off who else is a bitch that won't talk to the majority report uh, Sam Harris you a bitch you won't talk to the majority report Jordan Peterson you a bitch you won't bitch. talk to the majority report in fact, you were invited to an event where uh, Richard Wolf, uh, Dr. Richard Wolf of uh, UC Berkeley, a uh, Marxist uh, economic professor, wanted to debate you. And I thought that was like sort of right. And you're the Marxists. I bet uh, Jim Lee. You know what Lee. they wanted? You know what he wanted? He wanted is it, it's funny you mentioned Jim Lee. You know what he wanted? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to debate Jim Lee. Uh, well, what, do you, what do you think that Jordan Peterson wanted? Money. 
<laughs> Guess how much? $5,000? No, no, try again. $25,000? Ooh, you're getting closer. $30,000? Oh, you... We're going to go the other way? $20,000. $50,000? That's right. What? And to it, go on the majority report? No, it was at a university. Oh, 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 oh. But it was... Uh, Still. Richard Wolf was there and wanted to Dick debate Wolf. him. <laughs> Dick Wolf is, is the business. Like, he's got his own podcast, and it's, like, really dense. You might like it, too. Anyway, we got to move on. Uh, thanks, everybody, for indulging me. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the majority report. Fuck Dave Rubin. Uh, Dave Rubin, I'd also say that, uh, yeah, anybody in this room is also up to debate you. You want to hear our ideas? One of my ideas is that you a, you a bitch. And that you're a fraud. <laughs> debate that. Well, that's the thing. Is as soon as I say that, he would, even if we were, like, super popular, he'd never want to talk to us. So I got one for the breadboard baker. Oh, boy. We got... Uh, besides the breadboard baker, does anybody here know who Roosh V is? Do you know who Roosh V is? I I would like an explanation, please. Uh, breadboard baker, can you give us like the the, the lowdown? <laughs> what who or what is Roosh V? Roosh V is a pickup artist. Okay. He's one of those people who is um, who tries to get uh, as many women as possible to lower their standards and sleep with him. He's like a peacocker or what? Yeah, well, no, he just collects numbers and he, you know, marks notches on his belt and, uh, oh. you know, treats women as commodities and, you know, tries to psychologically, uh, you know, batter them down in order for them to consent to sex. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Oh, he, yeah. he's a total piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah. He's like uh, 10% of the memes made by Redding be like or about a guy like <laughs> Roosh V. <laughs> So, yeah, he's like a men's rights activist, sort of, but he doesn't really care that much about other men. He's mostly a big drama queen, but you didn't really have to know who he was, but I'm glad that uh, glad that you told people who Roosh V is. Do check him out online and make sure that we're not misinterpreting him as we mock and criticize and criticize and mock Roosh V, who should call this show. I officially declare myself a boob man. I am now all about the boobs because... Being a butt man is just the gateway to homosexual activity. Oh, I say no okay. to the back hole. I've never done. I've never done anal sex in my life. I Lies. swear. Lies. I don't believe. I've you. never done it. A couple girls have gently inquired if I wanted to. I said no way. I know what comes out of that hole, that back hole, because I got a back hole too. It's gross. There's doo doo there. What did you use a? plunger or whatever a scrubber to get all the fecal matter there you didn't do that so why am i gonna put my penis in there i'm not stupid i shower every day i'm clean why would i put my penis in a butt (laughs) that's crazy well if i was watching anal sex porn all day maybe i would do it but i don't okay who's first just because just because you've never done it and you've only had it done to you doesn't mean you haven't had (laughs) anal sex this Uh, guy's a bottom right yeah one hundred percent. The V is is his legs that are up in the air, and he has a pillow over his head so nobody else can hear his screams. <laughs> oh gosh! And why did he call his penis a penis? Because he's on the radio, obviously. Or maybe oh, it's his man, that, a bean. Or? No, because that, that he's like a meme child. Shit. These people are like children. <laughs> the people who think about sex this way are like children. There's things that are gross and squishy and weird about sex, no matter what kind of sex you're having and no matter who you're having it with, right? But this guy thinks that. I don't know, man. There's nothing wrong with somebody's butthole. If that's like where you want to put your finger, your tongue, your dick, like whatever, do your thing. But Roosh V, Roosh V is a boob man. Well, and that's just not your eye because pink eye. Okay. Can I just say that one step before the, oh my God, it's gross. and You want to go homosexual. I'm like, 
you obviously have not had sex with a woman from behind and your dick is not big enough because you can do that. You can <laughs> not use the hole you don't want and still get the result you want with a woman with an ass. Like, these two things are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Why are you freaking out? Like, sometimes you just want to grab two hands full of booty. Seriously. That doesn't mean that you want to put your dick in it. Exactly. This, this guy, this guy, I'm just telling you, this guy is one of them dudes on Grinder who like you can't quite he, see does his he face. use an anime picture no you can't quite see his face he cuts it off right before the nose so like you can see like that stubble. his chin you can see that he doesn't have like more than maybe one and a half chins right right and that's all that he really wants you to see oh and it lets you see that he's got a little bit a little bit of hair coming in Rouge v hold on <laughs> he also so, a bitch so breadboard baker breadboard baker i know that you were aware of Rouge v is Rouge v V, like I said, like two legs up in the air, <laughs> bottom <laughs> up but in a sling. Is, does does this surprise you? Not a bit. He's um, he's saying that there's not that much difference between appreciating a lady's butt and appreciating a dude's butt, and so appreciation of the lady butt leads is a gateway to appreciation of the dude butt, and is therefore bad, and. <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna say it goes both ways. All butts are dude. I, I bet he just like was walking through the mall one day and was like <laughs> appreciating his like ass and long hair and everything, and walks past and it was a dude, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm gay." <laughs> sometimes Jeremiah, you know what? When we move over into this realm of the manosphere, you sometimes you get to the heart of the matter. <laughs> A couple times you've gotten to the heart of the matter over it's there in the man. It's happened to me, dude. Like, you're like, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, no, you're like, oh, like, you got like an existential crisis. Well, you're like, well, well, well. But maybe by maybe? the third time it happens, you're like, oh, I just guess I was wrong. Yeah, he must work out. Or yeah, you're like, oh, that, it still looks good. Yeah, you're like that. Dude does have a good butt, but I'm not into dudes, so this is unfortunate. Well, yeah. And the jeans today, you know, it's just yeah. <laughs> No, like it's like the the fucking first time I went to Pride, I just thought all the lesbians were hot dudes, like from behind, like they would have a little tattoo and a tank top and like a little shorter than me. Some of them had red hair. Like I'm just saying, it was San Francisco lesbians. Like, indica- I, I, I understand. The only indicator was the sports bra, right? Well, no, I mean they'd turn around and it would be a lesbian. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Did she have a Subaru key fob <laughs> and a pug? They all drove Volkswagen Bugs at the time. This was a long time ago. <laughs> The turbo version or the other one? <laughs> Does it matter? Not no, no, really. no, no. I don't mean that bug. I mean like the love bug. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I hate to do this to you. So here's Milo Yiannopoulos. What? It's a song. So I'm going to get to turn off the mics and I'm sorry. And also I'm really glad it happened this week. Do you want to do one more serious one all the way through? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs>
Jesus, give me a Savior, my life he can hold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. I woke up this morning feeling kind of down. Called up my best friend. So Milo, hey, can I check this out? We're gonna deplatform Milo. Milo, you're fired. Oh, oh yes. Uh, producer Dave. Can I help you? Yes. The Discord seems to have frozen and disappeared on this computer. Oh, I don't know. Maybe restart it. It's been having some problems. Has it been having some? Okay. It seems to be having some problems. I'm sorry, li- Discord users. I'm going to have to. This is a lot. Li- Everybody's listening on uh, IceCast. The, if the Discord, oh no! If that computer fails, like if that computer fails, <sighs> anyway. Okay, can I just going into our interpretation of that song? I think this is one of those really horrible jokes of what happens if you put gospel music and Donald Trump and the ruination of Christmas into a blender. <laughs> I think it gets silver and gold. Oh no, wait, Jesus, because he prefers Jesus. Over well, I'm going. Don't you dare ruin Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with the whole silver and gold kill from Burl Lives. Like, don't mess with that. That's classic. Leave it alone. <laughs> I know what. Just picking everything apart these days. I don't know. Oh, it's because we have so much free time to do so. <laughs> <laughs> really? Didn't Ben Shapiro have something to say about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yeah, I believe it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is bad. Yeah. Everything is bad. All the things are bad. There are no good All things. All the things are bad. There are no good things. I wonder. Therefore, you are also bad, and therefore, I don't care. Rudolph is better. You know, when, <laughs> when you hear somebody and their voice seems like it doesn't really match their face, when you look at Ben Shapiro and you hear his voice, it totally looks like it matches his little tiny face. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of tiny face, I miss my boyfriend, Charlie Parker. <laughs> oh, God. He so looks we- like somebody shrunk his face in Photoshop. <laughs> or like every one of his pictures. Microencephaly. Like the, the, it's like the orange with the fucking angry fucking. The annoying orange. The annoying orange. So oh he's Donald yes. Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> he's not as orange so as So check this out. We got Liz Croken. She's a docket regular and she's going to talk about 
whether or not she might leave the Q movement. To update you guys in the wonderful, lovely world of elite pedophile Satanists who rape, torture, and traffic, and murder kids. (laughs) So far, the mass arrests haven't happened, and please don't go underneath this video and comment and complain and say, I thought they were supposed to happen by now, and nothing's happened, and, you know, why hasn't anything happened yet? I just, I can't stand the complaining and the whining. No one wants these mass arrests to happen more than me. I've put my face out there. I've publicly talked about this. People that are fighting on the front lines of this, most of them are anonymous. I'm not, and it's put a huge target on my back. So don't complain to me about the mass arrests not happening yet, all right? This is (laughs) not easy for me. It's really hard for me. Each day that goes by and I have to see these freaks on TV is is not fun. And it's very hard on me because I've put my name out there, my reputation out there, and pretty much sacrificed everything to expose this. So uh, I don't want to hear anyone complaining on my page. Please tell me she's a valley girl. Like, she just sounds... Like the perfect, oh my god, oh my valley god. girl that she needs to get bitch slapped. I think it's just funny. She said, I don't want to hear anybody complaining on my page. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so text, text, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Liz Crokin, you're on the cusp because this shit is boring. Hello, word salad. Here's the next clip of Liz Crokin, who um, next time we play a clip about you, we may or may not fire you. I was hoping that they would have happened by the end of the year. I just feeling that they could they could have happened by the end of the year but they didn't but i've always said i'm not cute and i don't know when they're gonna happen and there's only a few people that know when they're gonna happen so it's a guessing game for anyone who's not cute so you know if you want to know the exact date of when these masters are going to happen you're not gonna you're not gonna know because no one knows the only people that know aren't going to tell anyone because that would be classified information so what I do know is that they're going to happen. I know that for an absolute fact. I can guarantee you that. I just don't know when. And quite frankly, if they don't happen this year, then I'm going to have to bow out of this because exposing this for the past two, and it's been over two, two and a half years, has really taken a toll on my health. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of talking about it. It's so depressing. And it's... I'm just over it. I'm going to have to move on because it's just taken such a big toll on me and my health that I don't think I can stay in this fight if the, if it continues to drag on for years and years and if these mass arrests don't happen this year. Oh, honey, this is... Uh, excuse the ignorance. Like, remove the ignorance. Oh, honey, this is how I feel about Donald Trump and the Mueller investigation. Well, no, no, no. She cray, though. Yeah, so take out the cray... But put her words into context and like, where are the arrests? When this is going to end? Two and a half years. I'm like, no, no, no. Take out the crazy and and put sanity of things we wish would happen right now. I'm like, yeah, like changing the whole government structure. Okay, so I I still follow all these wiggy wiggy plan truster Q 
people. A plan truster. That's I'm a plan. You know what I do? You know what I am? I'm a plan truster. That's my political identity. I trust the plan. Yeah, that's that's right. Hashtag trust the plan. You don't know is what the a, is that a real hashtag? <laughs> yes, yes. Trust the plan is a hashtag. So I call them plan trusters. Um, after after the great troll Freddie Benson uh, on Eight Chan, who took the fight to the Q Research boards and. To, um, told them how ridiculous they were in all caps read all caps may i add and you know he, he said you know this is just a marvelous plan that q wants us to trust no one's actually seen it and the parts that have been proven wrong people say oh well that's just misinformation and if the plan worked we wouldn't know about it because that's how uh deep secret it is this shit is just your garden variety story that someone made up about how their dad was a spy and that's why their mom was a single mom like it's the same story <laughs> yeah you're never gonna know my dad's name because he's a spy it's it, nowadays like people don't do that right but it was it's just this weird story and Q has been exposed. The funny thing about Q is that Q has been exposed like four times as being four different dudes. And it doesn't even matter that none of those people are probably the dude. It's just some troll or even five trolls. I'm sorry. If they're looking for Q, I feel like this is a bad James Bond reference. And of course there are multiple ones because, you know, people age and shit. That's the whole <laughs> thing is it could very well be a bad James Bond reference. Like you don't know, but you it's certainly bullshit. Like QAnon is certainly bullshit. I, there's no, I don't know, man. I wish I could have fucking done this and got a Patreon. Could you imagine if you get all the people that believe in QAnon to fucking give you? Oh, but that's horrible because they're all like on social security, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, no, like I'm not, and social irony. No, I mean they have all these time on their hands to to be looking up this bullshit and believing it and and. You're right. <clears throat> to be fair. To be fair, <laughs> you looked up all this bullshit. <laughs> so anyway, there's a guy named Andrew Womack. He is a, we're going to say an evangelical Christian. Oh, man. This is a really good. Th no, that's fine. We're two minutes to red light. This is like a really good thing before red light. My own son was raised from the dead. He was dead for five hours and in a morgue. Uh, stripped naked with a tote tag on, and um, they called me, and Jamie and I just spoke our faith, and he sat up and started talking, raised <laughs> wow. from the dead, no brain damage, no more than he had before. <laughs> and we see blind eyes open. We have people. There was two people in the production that were in wheelchairs when they came to the Bible school. And after sitting under the Word, it wasn't me praying for them as such. It was just them learning the truth, you know, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the mm. truth shall make you free. And when they learned the truth and learned what was rightfully theirs and the authority that they have, they came out of the wheelchairs on their own, and now they were in this production and some of the actors in it. On and on we could go. I mean, we have, uh, I couldn't even tell you for sure, but I know 30 to 40 people that I know personally who have been raised from the dead, or who have raised another person from the dead. <laughs> the fuck? Personally, I know 30 to 40 people personally. They, like, they, they pray to the red god. 
there was something to say. Just, you just said that because you're on the red microphone. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a Game of Thrones reference. Men on horses, Dave. Men on horses. Men on horses. No. My, I, then just go with what I said. Instead. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> There was like somewhere, somewhere as a like former evangelical, there was like somewhere I could have gone with that until it was, I know we're 30, 30 or 40 people that have been raised, or at least 30. And I'm going, no, no, no you, you don't. haven't. With I don't care who you are. You made up that number and it's bullshit. Therefore, you are lying. I'll take things that never happened for a million, Alex. Right? Yeah. He's acting like, you know, people just rise from the dead all the time. So we can't really remember how many people, you know, 30 to 40. Just because one guy right? on a show did it eight times doesn't mean anything. <laughs> And honestly, doesn't that undermine his entire religion? Because the whole idea is like, oh my God, this one guy got raised from the dead. This is huge. Yeah, oh, right? Oh, right. <laughs> now 30 or 40 people have done it that oh, you yeah. know? Less teacher special. Allison, teacher 30 Allison, times teacher less Allison, special. Teacher. Oh, it's common. Now, fuck it. Yeah, fuck Jesus. <laughs> this, 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 event, <laughs> this guy over here is like preaching Jesus' word and says like that like 30 of his friends just got raised from the dead. That Jesus rising from the dead ain't even nothing. You got to give me a better miracle. No, no, stop like hating Solve people. global warming. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's the Get inflation and the miracle economy, you know. It used to be just turning water into wine was great. Now you got to turn it into Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that easier though? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same color. You can full half the people. Miracles. miracles do happen. There's Boddington's Woo-hoo. back in the studio. The I think uh, the only person that ever got us, that the only the person who got the most pissed about us not having beer to make it all the way through the plex was in fact our our glorious White Hawk. Oh, R.I.P. White Hawk. R.I.P. White Hawk. We will always fucking keep at least one beer in the studio for you. Yeah. If if we make it like an IPA or a Coors, it'll always then it'll know we never drink it. Ads for Michelob Ultra during the Super Bowl. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put a six pack of Michelob Ultra like right in the middle no, no, of no. the bottom shelf of the freeze the Fosters, fridge. And one Foster's. That'll get drank. Uh, <laughs> that'll get drank. But if you put a six pack of Michelob Ultra like front and center in the fridge, it'll take a year for two of them to disappear. <laughs> one Maserati will drink one of them and Mr. Brandon will drink the other. Yeah, okay. And that's about how, well, no, one Maserati's here more often than Mr. Brandon. It is you tax season. You should do research. It's tax Shout season. Shout out the, to myself. The tax man is fucking ripping his glorious hair out right now as we speak. Oh, so did sure. you get the mobile set up on the Discord? Yes, I did. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's like all, like all. Yes, sir. Hmm. All right. Well, we're still going <laughs> to play a really long song. This is uh, there's no, there's still no icons on the fucking taskbar, but that's okay. I'll tab. I believe in you. <laughs> so that we, means a lot coming from you. No, it shouldn't. At this point. <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you to the uh, podcast listeners. Thank uh, you to the patrons. Uh, this show, like more and more as time goes by is about to rely on your support so uh, go to patreon.com slash echoplex you can find some freebies maybe if you search our feed for the word freebie and you can get the whole show and see the reason why you should um yeah i don't know here's kenny thomas and the southern baptist not the extended mix because i believe in the media wench just because you can donate at the five dollar level doesn't mean you should only donate at the five dollar level cult 45 